Have you ever felt frustrated because you've prayed about something over and over again and God just doesn't seem to answer it? Maybe you're begging him, God, please just throw me a bone, help me out, and he doesn't seem to care. Well, maybe you're asking God to do something for you that he wants to do through you or with you. Listen today as I talk about this very thing. All this and more on the Rob Skinner Podcast. Welcome back to the Rob Skinner Podcast. My goal is to inspire you to live a no-regrets life, make this life count, and multiply disciples, leaders, and churches. The CLIMB Conference is almost here. I'm so pumped. It's going to be amazing. It's not too late to to join. You can just go to robskinner.com and sign up today. It's going to be so, so, so much fun. It's going to be so encouraging. It's going to be just a hotbed of great ideas, great fellowship, friendship building, Please, please, please don't miss this opportunity. It's November 30th through December 3rd in Dallas, Texas. Just go to robskinner.com and register today if you haven't already. Don't ask God to do for you what he wants to do with you and through you. A story is told of a man who once prayed to God. He fell to his knees, shut his eyes, opened his heart, and with his hands in the air, he prayed to God every single day for 50 years. Each time he said the same prayer, Please God, let me win the lottery. Lo and behold, an angel goes to God one day and laments, saying, My Lord, this man has prayed to you for the past 50 years. Why don't you let him win the lottery? Can you guess what God said? The Lord answered, I'd love to, but he's never even bought a lottery ticket. You ever felt frustrated because you prayed about something over and over again and God just doesn't seem to answer it? You're begging him, God, please just throw me a bone. And he doesn't seem to care. Maybe you're asking God to do something for you that he wants to do through you or with you. What am I talking about? Let's imagine you're praying for for some things to materialize in your life. For example, for your church to grow. Or for you to meet someone who becomes a Christian. Or for your family to become Christians. For you to get your next promotion. For you to find a great girlfriend or boyfriend. Perhaps it's for you to go on the mission field or for you to find a better paying job with fewer hours or for you to lose weight. Anything else that you've been asking God a long time to act on, and there are many things like that. When I became a Christian, I returned home to my hometown for Christmas. I spent time with my family who were not disciples of Jesus, and I went to the local church, which was very lifeless. I thought, my family needs a fired up church here to reach out to to reach out to them. And so I spent the next 18 years praying for my family. Finally, I realized that maybe God wanted to plant that church with me and through me. I resigned from my ministry position and moved my family of five to my hometown to plant a fired-up church. I'd been praying to God to do for me what he wanted to do with me and through me. Look what the Bible says in Judges chapter 6 and verse 12. Midian so impoverished the Israelites that they cried out to the Lord for help. 
When the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, he said, The Lord's with you, mighty warrior. Pardon me, my Lord, Gideon replied, but if the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? Where are all his wonders that our ancestors told us about when they said, Did not the Lord bring us up out of Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and given us into the hand of Midian. The Lord turned to him and said, Go in the strength you have and save Israel out of Midian's hand. Am I not sending you? The Israelites prayed for help for relief from the Midianites. God answered them by calling a man to go in the strength he had. Gideon complained about the lack of miracles. God simply challenged him to go, and then he'd see the miracles. That's when Gideon really started to backpedal. So often in our lives, we want the miracles to happen. We complain that our lives, our churches, our ministries, our small groups, our jobs, our marriages, our families, our finances aren't what they're really supposed to be or what they used to be. They aren't what we want them to be. They aren't what others seem to have. We pray that God will do for us what we want. But we don't realize that many times God won't do for you what he wants to do with you and through you. We let ourselves off the hook by thinking or saying, I prayed, but nothing happened. I've been waiting on God. I've waited a long time for this to really take off. Well, circumstances and society have changed. Or maybe God is saying no. Or just simply, oh, I tried. Did you really try? Maybe you've only completed step one, which is prayer to God. Maybe you're shying away from step two, which is acting on faith to accomplish your faith goal. That's what leaders do, especially spiritual leaders. Recently, I was praying through a list of things that I've prayed about for years. There are about eight things that I consider life goals that I pray about every day. They have to do with my church, planting new churches, raising up new leaders, my family, saving souls, my finances, and my health and fitness. As I prayed through my list, that quote came into my mind, don't ask God to do for you what he wants to do with you and through you. I realized that I'd taken a very passive approach to some of my goals. Yes, they were goals. Yes, I wanted them to come true. Yes, I prayed about them. But what was I doing on a daily basis to move toward those goals? Very little other than prayer. I repented right there and then. I thought about the parable of the talents and how one of them, who the man who had the five talents, went away and immediately put it to work, and he came back with five more. And the one who had three, he came back with three more. And both of those situations, the owner of, of the money leaves and, and disappears. He just kind of goes away. And I think about that. That's kind of like my situation. And that's our situation is it's up to us. You know, it wasn't up to the owner of the money to do anything with that money. It was up to the, the workers. They're the ones that had to come up with the idea about how can I multiply this? And I thought, you know, I've got a passive approach. I'm just praying God just to do it for me. I didn't want to do the work, and I thought, that, that needs to change right now. One long-term obvious goal was to get down to my long-term healthy weight. My, my weight had gradually climbed over 200 to peak at 212 last Christmas. I was like, oh my gosh, what happened to me? I prayed about it and lost a little weight. I talked about that this last summer with my, my Secret of Happiness campaign. Then I thought, 
God isn't going to do this for you. You need to do it with him. And so last week I just decided I'm going to fast for seven days and I lost another 13 pounds. I just decided, hey, if you're going to just mess around, you need to get serious about it. Don't just talk about it. You know, God's not going to do it for you. You need to do it. What are you currently asking God to do for you? What he wants to do with you and through you? Maybe it's start a new ministry. Maybe it's grow your ministry. Maybe it's baptize someone you work with at your school or at your work. Maybe it's find a better job or get a promotion. Maybe it's lose weight, save money, get out of debt, or overcome a sinful habit. If you've prayed about it and nothing has happened, maybe you're not the only one waiting. Maybe God is waiting on you to take the next step, the step of faith and action that defines biblical faith. James 2 says, You foolish person, do you want evidence that faith without deeds is useless? Was not our father Abraham considered righteous for what he did when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see that his faith and his actions were working together. And his faith was made complete by what he did. And the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness, and he was called God's friend. You see that a person is considered righteous by what they do, and not by faith alone. As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead. Let me leave you some action steps. What are you consistently praying about? Write those prayer requests down. And what actions are you taking on those prayer requests? Write down three things you could do to move you toward the realization of your prayer and take action on one of those steps tomorrow. Don't ask God to do for you what he wants to do with you and through you. Thanks for listening. Here's how you can help support the program. First of all, hit the subscribe button and let your friends know about it. Secondly, read and review one of my books, either How to Plant and Grow a Church or Courage, How to Make This Life Count. You can find them on Amazon.com. Finally, support the Rob Skinner podcast with a gift. The link is in the show notes. Because my goal is to inspire you to make this life count, live a no regrets life, and multiply disciples, leaders, and churches. Have a great day and make this life count.